If you could close your eyes. Beloved Father, we, we honor you. We worship you. We thank you for your presence in this place, in this building. You are the reason that we are here. Our life has no meaning without you, the creator of all things. And we submit to you today. And I ask you, Lord, please speak to your people today. Use your word in order for your people to listen from you, not from Pastor Mars. Help us to have a great spiritual life and one day to be prepared to meet with you, Lord, in heaven. This is our desire. We want to serve you faithfully. And now I pray, may the Holy Spirit anoint everyone here in this church and everyone that is listening to us through the internet right now. Bless their lives, bless their family, speak into their hearts. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Today's message is use this spiritual weapon. Use this spiritual weapon. I'm going to give a word about one spiritual weapon that this, this book teaches us. Amen? Are you ready to receive? Hallelujah. We are still on our 21 days of our annual fasting. And we are now on our last week. Hallelujah. Can you say hallelujah? hallelujah. Oh, this is the last week of our fasting. Hallelujah. <laughs> and how many, how many of you are fasting? Are you fasting? Yeah. Yeah? yeah? Oh. Okay. I told the acid that next Sunday I will bring one scale. And I'm going to put <laughs> on the door. I, I want to weigh everyone to check if you really fasted. <laughs> okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay, next Sunday, prepare. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I am kidding. It's just between you and God and your spiritual life. Amen? If you fast, things are going to change your life. I know. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> And this is my last message on fasting for now. But I want to leave you this challenge. Please. Are you with me? Are you with me? Okay. Don't walk now for not to distract others. But we are finishing this 21-day fasting. And I am sure... We are going to receive many miracles after these 21 days. Miracles are going to happen in your life. You can wait. Miracles are going to happen. But I want to challenge you, please, don't fast once a year. Try to fast once a week. Yeah, at least once a week. Do some fasting. Okay? D.L. Moody, the great evangelist, said... The Almud, the great evangelist. If you say
say, I will fast when God places it in my heart to do, to do it, you will never will. You are too cold and indifferent to take the yoke upon yourself. Beloved brothers, who said that is D.L. Moody, the great evangelist and man of God. And fasting is a choice you choose, but also shows your obedience. It's a choice, but shows your obedience. Jesus expects for us to fast in the same way he expects you to pray. I told that in the last message. Also, Jesus said in Mark 9, 28, he said, Jesus said to, to his disciples, this kind can come out by nothing, but by prayer and fasting. And I want to say to you something. Jesus said, not Pastor Mars said, there are some things in your life that are simply not going to happen until you fast and pray. Also, another quotation from Andrew Murray. He said, prayer is reaching out after the unseen. Fasting is letting go all that is seen and passing or temporary. Beloved brother, fasting is a spiritual weapon that most of Christians do not make use of it. And because of that, many Christians, their spiritual life are stagnant. This is the reason what I can see. What is fasting? Do you know what fasting is? Fasting is, let's read, okay, not work. Fasting is abstinence from food for spiritual purpose. Beloved brothers, fasting is abstinence from what? From food. Or you can follow Daniel's fasting, that uh, you can fast like something that you really like. You can give up um, social media, internet, but you need to, to give up food also. This is what the Bible says. Not just to change the kind of food that you are eating. Because some people, they don't eat one thing, but they eat a lot of another different thing. Sorry, I cannot call it fasting. <laughs> okay? And you are going to understand why. Why is fasting so powerful? I know what I am teaching. Because I am I born again 37 years ago. My life, as you know, was destroyed. I was an addicted young man, full of sin. My life was destroyed. And as soon as I born again, I started fasting. One day a week. Every, every, every week I was fasting. And sometimes I, was, I, I start fasting three days. Just drinking water. Then I start fasting five days, seven days, ten days, two weeks, three weeks. 
and, and sometimes 40 days. My beloved brothers, I can guarantee you fasting is a powerful weapon that works if you, you use it. Can you say amen? amen? Maybe your body are not going to, your, your stomach are not going to say amen, but could you say amen? Amen. amen. Yeah, I know. Why fasting is so powerful? Because fasting transforms and strengthens our body, soul, and spirit. Fasting expels toxins from our bodies and it also exposes transgressions of your soul. This is what fasting does. I want to read First Thessalonians to show you that you are one spirit. You have a soul and you dwell in a body. Okay? 1 Thessalonians 5, 23. Let's read all together. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus. Today, beloved brothers, we are going to learn what fasting does in our body, spirit, and soul. Because you read here that you have one body, you are one spirit, but also you have one soul inside of you. Okay. I think we had some problems with translators. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take some water. <laughs> And this message, please, it's very important for your life, your spiritual life. If you understand it and you put it in practice. But let's start talking about your spirit. Did you know your spirit is perfect? Your spirit has no problem. Uh, when I say your spirit, I'm not saying Holy Spirit, okay? When I say spirit, I'm not saying Holy Spirit. Don't mix it. Because here, the Bible says, here it says, may your whole spirit, soul, and body. But what happens? The Holy Spirit, he dwells in our spirit. Okay? Don't mix both. Okay? You are, maybe at, until the end you are going to understand. But our spirit is perfect. Your spirit doesn't have sin. Your problem is not also your body. Did you know? Also, your body is not the problem. My body is not the problem. Why? Because my body just obey my soul. What is your soul? Your mind, your emotions, your desires. And your body is just guided by your soul. And where is your problem? Is in your spirit. No, your spirit born again from God. If you born again, you, your spirit is okay, is alive. If if the Holy Spirit transformed your spirit, you have, your spirit has no sin. It's okay. But you have one old mind. 
Your one old soul and your soul needed to be transformed. And how is it going to be transformed? By the word of God, by the power of God. When you listen from God, then your soul it starts receiving more and more, then your soul is transformed. Amen? Amen. The Bible says then that we should live by the Spirit. Should be guided by the Holy Spirit guiding our spirit. Galatians 5.25 says, If we live in the Spirit, we should also walk if we live in the spirit, we should walk in the spirit. You should not be guided by your soul, your desires. But don't say that my body does wrong things. No, 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 no. Your body doesn't do anything wrong. Your body just obey your mind. The commands of your mind. Do that. And you're going to slap that person. Yes. Then you slap. Take that money that don't belong to you. Then you take it. But it's not your body. It's your soul. That needed to relearn again and again. But the Bible says we should live by the spirit and should walk in the spirit. How can you do that? My beloved brothers, some of our spirits are in the trunk, while our souls are the ones behind the wheels. This is the truth. Some of, of the, your spirit are quiet, silenced, and your soul is, is declaring, go that way, go in that way, do that, don't do that. Because there is a body, soul, and the spirit. And the soul is the one that ends up giving the word to the body. And the spirit is always silenced. Are you driven by your soul or by the spirit? Now, what fasting does? When you fast, what fasting does? It shuts down the soul and says... So you are no longer to be in charge. And because you are fasting, and then slowly the, the spirit starts taking the control of your life. This, this means how it's going to happen, slowly. It's not something that from one day to another day is ready. No, no, it's a process. All your problems come from your soul. Did you know that? All your problems come from your soul. This is why God said, you should afflict your soul. <laughs> you should afflict the one. Don't fight against the wrong enemy. You should afflict your soul in order to let the spirit guide your life. You should be led by the spirit, guided by the spirit, my beloved brothers. And many Christians, they are led by their emotions, by their souls. Your soul wants to always be in control. Did you know? This is your soul. wants to be in the control of your life. That's why when you say, uh, I'm going to the church, then what your soul say to you? Oh, you are so tired. You, you worked the whole week. 
Ah, let's, let's rest. It's better. <laughs> yeah, this is your soul. <laughs> uh, also, I am teaching about fast. You are listening. And maybe you say, oh, I'm going to fast next week. For some days, I'm going to fast. What are so I going to say to you? Don't do that. You are going to die. If you fast, you are going to die. Don't do that. Yeah, this is your soul. Don't think your soul, yes, go. No. Or your soul, or maybe your soul are going to say to you, okay, you can fast. But instead eat this food, eat another food. Change it. <laughs> okay, don't eat, don't eat beef, but eat, eat chicken. Oh, don't eat it, but eat it. Your soul are going to trap you. Sorry. Yeah, this is what I... My soul, my soul is not different. Sometimes it tries to trap me. But I said, no, 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 no. I want to obey. Fast, fasting is a choice. But when you are guided by your spirit, you are going to obey the spirit, not your soul. Can you say amen? amen. Are you with me? Yes. Are you enjoying until now? Yes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Then your soul wants the control of your life. Fasting is a spiritual weapon that humbles and transforms your soul and strengthens your spirit. This is how it works. It's a spiritual weapon. But, but I, I have said in the beginning, many Christians, they are not using this spiritual weapon. Many Christians, they don't use it. I want to read Leviticus 16, 29, where God's, God said for you to afflict your soul. <laughs> Do you like to afflict your soul? <laughs> no. <laughs> but God said for you to afflict your soul. Let's see why. Leviticus 16, 29. This, let's read all together, please. This shall be a statute forever for you. In the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you shall afflict your soul. No! <laughs> yeah. This verse, I have no time to go deeply, but these verses talks about a holiday which God established for Israel as the Yom Kippur, if you don't know, or Day of Atonement. And Jewish traditionally observe this holiday with a long fast and intensive prayers. And, and, and the verse 29, God said, you should afflict your soul. What does it mean to afflict your soul? Do you know? Or God says, you should afflict your soul. You know, Bible has different versions. Why? Because this book was written first in Greek and Hebrew. Okay? Then was translated. And some translations say it's different. Some translations say, like, instead say, you should afflict your soul. Some translations say, you must fast. Others say, you must not eat. 
and others to say, you must deny yourself. This is the different translations, okay? And every theologian uh, in the world will agree that this means to fast, to afflict your soul means to fast. And he, this is what the Jewish people actually, they do. They fast in this day. To, aff to afflict your soul doesn't mean that you go and beat yourself or hurt yourself, please. Pastor Mars not teaching that, okay? Don't hurt yourself. Don't beat. Because there are some religions. They want to suffer. Oh, no, no. Jesus suffered for you. Okay? He died at the cross for you. But now, you have a, a one old soul that you need to give direction to your soul. And also, God said in that verse that we read, it's a statute forever. What that means? It's a statute forever that you have to afflict your soul. What that means? God still envisions for us today. It's God's desire that you fast today. Can you say amen? Amen. Uh, amen. To afflict your soul is an interesting ter term because God presents fasting as painful to the soul. This is interesting. I was thinking about God said, like fasting, God presented as the painful to the soul. Why do you think does God present fasting as the pain of the soul? Why? Do you know why? Do you know why? Have you fasted before? Yeah? If you ever have fasted, you understand that it's one affliction to your soul, isn't it? Yeah? And as well to our body, because during fasting, fasting we get moody. Have you seen that? We also, we get cranky. Because, like, during fast, we can may even feel down and a little depressed. Have you, have you noticed this? Or just myself? <laughs> Sometimes I, I don't feel okay. I feel not just weak. I say, moody. Sometimes Fabiana say, honey, what are you doing? I said, why? <laughs> yeah, because, because it's a problem in your, your soul. And also, why? Because your soul has been afflicted. Your, your soul is shouting, why are you doing that? <laughs> have you noticed that when, have you noticed that when you fast, the days go by slower? Should be fast, <laughs> but get slower. Then you say, I'm gonna eat six in the afternoon. Who is gonna come eight, but not six? <laughs> like, you are fasting, but the day gets slower, not fast. But the worldly, the worldly people, the people who are, don't know Christ, the people who do not serve in Christ, 
they live fleshy, fleshy, or they live their life according to their desires. They have their people in the world outside that don't know Jesus. Their body are making decisions for, the, for them and their flesh control their decisions. But we, my beloved brothers, we as born again Christians should live by the Spirit, but not by your soul and the desires of your flesh. Can you say amen? amen. Whoever, now is the terrible news now. Whoever, many Christians and religious people are still soulish people. This is what I have seen. People, they are in church, but they are soulish people. What, what does it mean, pastor, to be a soulish person? I don't know what means. <laughs> Do you know what means a soulish person? Do you know? Soulish per people are stubborn. Or meaning their will is not broken. Their emotions are easily offended. Have you seen people who cannot say anything? I'm offended. Do you know? Uh, no, no. In this church, we don't have this kind of people. No. Here, don't have this kind of people. But outside, you say something, why? Why? <laughs> Because their emotions are not submitted to God. And their ideas is always confused. This is the problem. A soulish person is someone who is stubborn, emotional, always confused, easily offended, and people who are always fighting with others. Do you know some kind of people like that? Yes, I know some of them. But here doesn't have this kind of people. Do you know why we have a difficult in, in relationship with people? Do you know why you have this difficult? Sometimes even with our spouse or co-workers. Why? Why do you not talk to certain people? Why? Some people say, no, I'm not going to talk. Why do some people why do some people keep moving from one church to another church? Why? They say, no, this church is not perfect. I'm gonna looking for a better one. <laughs> if you find, don't go to the perfect church. Because if you go there, you're going to destroy that church. <laughs> because the problem is not in the church. Where it is, the problem? Yeah? Why do you keep on fighting with others and can never fix ruined relationship? Because, pay attention, why? Because your flesh is too strong and alive. And only fasting will kill and destroy your flesh and your old self. Amen? Amen. What does, fast, what does fasting do with a soulish person? What? If you are a soulish person, what does fasting does? What fasting does is 
The soul goes through a breaking and sanctification when you are fasting. Your soul is, has been breaking. And the sanctification period, while your mind loses itself and your emotions rages, then you get a little bit crazy. Like, why? In this moment of affliction, God said that to fast is affliction of the soul, okay? Then in this moment of affliction, you gradually move from a soulish person to a spiritual person, guided by your spirit and not by your soul. This is what happened. And then your spirit gets quickened and awakened. God wants you to be a spiritual person. Amen? God wants you to be a spiritual person. And what is a spiritual person? Spiritual people are those who have their souls under control. Spiritual people are those who have their souls under control and let their spirit, their spirit lead their soul. Amen? Why should we fast? Why should you fast? That's, I am teaching different things, and now we're going to, why should we fast? Because if, if not, you can get yourself in one emotional holy coaster. Do you know what is one emotional holy coaster? Do you know what it means? Sometimes you are on the top. Sometimes you are down, sometimes okay, sometimes good, sometimes happy. This is, if you don't fast, you're going to be like that. And also you can be a stubborn person. Don't relate good with others. And, and if you are one stubborn, you can destroy your marriage. Did you know? You can destroy your marriage. Also, if you are uh, this kind of people, you, you move from one church to another church, or you are going to try to move from one marriage to another one, because your emotions. And why? Because you are the only one who is always right, and everybody's wrong. Yeah? This is what your emotions, because you are always right. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are always right. Everybody's wrong. <laughs> your co-work is wrong. Your boss is wrong. Yeah, your teacher is wrong. Your pastor is wrong. Yeah, but you are the right. You are right. And if you are in this way, you are going to lose your job. You are going to lose your marriage. You are going to lose great opportunities God has given to you because of your emotions. This is what I have seen. People, they start working in a few months, gone. Why? Everybody's wrong, but just you are the right one. <laughs> If your ideas is always confusing, you will miss good opportunities. 
I have seen people, they receive good opportunities from God, opportunities of job, opportunities of studies, and because of their emotions, they lost everything and they blame the devil. They say, it's the devil, it was the devil. Or sometimes they say, it was God. No, it's not our God, it's your temper, bad temper. It was your emotions that needed to be transformed and changed. Can you say amen? amen. Or you are right. <laughs> your soul needs to be sanctified. And one of the ways of doing that is through fasting. Hallelujah. What does fasting do in your soul when we fast? Fasting, look, humbles our soul and it teaches us self-control. What does fasting do in your soul? He humbles your souls and teaches you self-control. Beloved brother, think, if you don't have self-control about to eat, how much do you eat? How can you have self-control in your other areas, in your job? How? This is so, it's its own connection. Fasting has emotional benefits also, okay? How many, I have a question to you, please. Are you with me? Okay. How many of us eat because of our emotions and not because our stomach? Yeah. How many of us? Sometimes you eat not because you're hungry. Not because you're, because, because your emotion is not okay. You, you are sad. Oh, let's quit a chocolate. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> then after you eat the chocolate, oh, now I'm happy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Beloved brothers, some of us, sorry, uh, I'm not criticizing you, but some of us, we are not overweighted because of genes, but because some of us have emotional problems that we use food as a medicine to cure our emotions. We use food as a medicine, but your emotions are not okay. This, is a, this teaching is very important. Your life can be transformed and changed. Your life can be transformed and changed because this is not Pastor Mars teaching. The Creator, God the Creator, and said to his people, fast. Do you think God is wrong or right? But we are always right. <laughs> then maybe God is wrong. No, no, I'm kidding. He is right, okay? Always right in everything he does and say. Amen? Amen. When you start fasting, the negative emotions surface. But now you have to find another source, comfort, that's not food. Then instead to go to the food, you go to the presence of God. Amen. This is how it works. <laughs> that's why fasting helps to heal our emotion. Fast exposes the sickness of our soul. When I, when I am preaching to you, I am talking about myself, okay? I'm not just pointing to you, because this is what happened with my life. I had to fast a lot, and still I am fasting. 
And sometimes you say, no, it's so hard. No, no. If you start fasting, you're not going to see it's not so hard. Not so hard. For example, when you are sad, and you go, and what you do? Open the fridge. Or in the moment you are depressed, you rush and order a takeaway. Just because you are sad. Or maybe in the moment if you are down, you stuff yourself of that bar of chocolate. Not just one square, but one bar of chocolate. And then, then after you eat, you feel a little bit better for a while, right? You feel a little bit better. But what happened the next day? Then say, oh no! You look at you yourself and think, I hate myself. I was, I, I, I was taking care of my body, I was running, I was doing to lose weight, and now I am overweight again. And you say, oh, I hate myself. No, this is the problem of your soul that needs to be fixed. This problem is not about you. It's your old soul that this world destroyed and God wants to fix it right now. God loves you. God has a good plans for your life. And he wants to restore your life. Can you say amen? Amen. And fasting put one end to this cycle. Because you are down, then you go to the fridge and you eat, then you feel, you feel depressed, then again. But when you start fasting, you break this cycle in your life. When you end your fasting, you, you restrain or you control your negative toxic emotions and you are able to maintain your weight because you are not feeding your emotions physically. Amen? Through fasting, your soul is afflicted for a little period of time. But what more happens? Your body, pay attention. When you are fasting, your soul is afflicted, but your body goes silent. Your spirit, your spirit is strengthened. Your emotions get stabilized. You submit to the will of God and your mind has a better sense of clarity. Even your body benefits from fasting, from fast. Beloved brothers, I could give you many testimonies of people that they get healed thanks to fasting. I know many people, they got healed thanks to fasting. They change because of this discipline. They were, I don't want to enter too deeply in that, but there, there are some doctors in America, they treat their patients with fasting. They, you go there and they give you seven days, 10 days in the clinic without food. And the people get healed. I don't want to go deeply, but you can Google and you're going to find, okay? Because this is, this is a spiritual weapon that we have to use weekly. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. What does fasting 
Now I'm going to speak about your body. What does fasting do, do to your body? Are there benefits to our body when we fast? Because I am talking about your soul, right? And about your body. There are several scientific studies that show that fasting helps prevent obesity and associated chronic disease, reduce inflammations, improve overall fitness, decreases the risk of metabolic diseases, and it improves both brain function and brain structure. And remember, what, is fa what fasting is? Do, do you remember? What fasting is? Fasting is? Abstinence of food for a spiritual reason, okay? Fasting is not starvation. Starvation is when you, you can't eat because of lack of food, right? This is starvation. You cannot eat because you have no food to eat. Then this is starvation. And fasting is your choice. You have food, but it's your choice. I choose not to eat. Also, because I need to clarify you, because some people, they want to lose weight. They say, okay, I'm going to fast. Okay, you can do that. But fasting is not a diet. Dieting is abstaining from food with the purpose of losing weight and getting better health. And you are right, you have to do that, okay? There is no problem, you have to do. But why not to do for spiritual purpose and then to receive the benefit? <laughs> this is wonderful. Yeah, you can do for a spiritual purpose, and of course you are going to get the benefit of it. Uh, why, Pastor? See, maybe you are asking, why? I came to this church, and since I entered here, this pastor is just saying, don't eat, fast, don't eat, fast. He's going to destroy me. <laughs> Maybe you are thinking, is food bad? Why? No, of course not. Food is a blessing from God. God created food. Food was designed by God, my beloved brother. But... Do you know, do you remember the first sin of man? What was the cause? About food. Yeah, the first thing. <laughs> These things about teaching, don't eat, don't eat, since the beginning, my blood brothers, not today, it's not Pastor Mars, okay? Also, eh, or Adam and Eve ate what God said then for them to fast. Am I right? God said to them, fast. And what they did? No, I'm going to eat. Also, do you remember Jesus' first temptation was about what? Mm, food also. Jesus was fasting and said, why don't you become this bread, this stone in bread? Because you are starving, man. You need food. <laughs> food is not evil. Food is good. It's designed by God. 
food is actually very good, but for most of us is the reason we have physical problem. This is very important. Please, read with me. Food is good, but for most of us, food is the reason we have physical problems and sickness. And abysses of food could be a way of solving some of these problems. I'm not a doctor. But all the doctors are saying, most of sickness and infirmity that people have, it's because of what they eat. Or... They eat in the wrong way. The bad food they eat. Many of the people, they are sick, according to the doctors, because what they are eating. If eating food has caused problems, maybe abstinence of food can help. Amen? Do you have dog? Who here have, has a dog? One, two, three, four. Some of you, yeah. Have you seen how, what dogs used to do when they get sick? What they used to do normally? They stop eating. For two and three days. Sometimes one, two, or three days they stop eating. Beloved brothers, there is a natural instinct which God installed inside of the, the animal that when they get food poisoning or when they get sick, they know, dogs know, if they stop eating, I don't know what happened, but then in the third day they are well and jumpy and happy. I don't know what happened. But you, if you have dog, you know. I had dog. Sometimes my dog say, oh, I, put, I should give food. No. One day, two days, I didn't bring them to the vet. After two, three days, he was jumping, happy. <laughs> and they get cured through fasting. Fasting brings transformation to your soul, body, and also feed your spirit. And I'm going to finish now. Talking about the benefit in your spirit. Because I told you about soul, body, and I'm going to be quick and finish with your spirit. Uh, fasting has spiritual benefit. It moves me. You, not God. When you fast, it's not God. Oh, now it's God going to do. No, no, no. It's about you. It increases my sensitivity to the Lord. It's not that fasting makes God's talk, talks. It simply helps us to listen. Ah, my beloved. Some people say, I don't listen to God. God doesn't speak to me. Okay, fast. Seek the Lord. The problem is not God not speaking. The problem is our ears. We are not listening. Our spiritual ears. Fasting restores... Pay attention. Fasting restores our hunger for God. And fasting helps us regain control over our appetite. Something spiritual happens when we fast. It's that your spirit begins to finally get nourished and gets strong. Yes. 
When you fast, then this is what happens. Your spirit gets nourished. Then you feel spirit. I want to read a verse that talks about the spirit of the man. Proverbs 18, 14. Let's read all together. The spirit of a man will sustain him in sickness. But who can bear a broken spirit? Wow. My beloved brothers, the Bible says that your spirit can take care of your body. But your body cannot take care of your spirit. Your spirit can take care of your body. Or your spirit can sustain your body. I know what I'm teaching you. Your spirit can sustain your body. This is why sometimes we feel weak, sick, and broken body. But that's why sometimes we are feeling weak. We are fasting for one day, two days, three days. Sometimes seven days or 21 days without food. But then what happened? Our spirit sustained our body. This is what this verse said. Your spirit can sustain your body, but your body cannot sustain your spirit. This is why you should be a spiritual person, not a soulish person. Guided by your soul, your emotions. Because you are going to cause a lot of trouble in your life, in your marriage, in your job. If you, if you are this kind of person, guided by your soul and not by the Spirit. Would you like to be guided by the Spirit? Amen or not? Amen. And I want to read more, more one verse. And this verse I'm going to read now, beloved brothers. It's where the verse... Where Jesus quote to Satan in the wilderness when he was fasting and was tempted. I'm going to quote the verse when Jesus was fasting. Deuteronomy 8.3 says. Let's read out together please. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna which you did not know nor did your fathers know that he might take you know that man shall not live by bread alone but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord hallelujah the Bible says he humbled you but how God humbled them? How? What God did with them, my beloved brother? Do you remember? God brought them from Egypt, took Israel from the Egypt, and God made them to fast for three days without warning them. So he could humble them. Is it written in your Bible that he, he humbled them? But how? He said, you are going to fast three days <laughs> without to say to them. To, just to show you should live not by just what you have in your fridge, not to have 
in your pocket, but you should depend on God. God brought them for three days of fast. What did they do? What the people of Israel did, my beloved brothers? They murmured, they complained, they doubted the Lord, and they asked, I want to go back to the Egypt, because there I can have cucumber, onions, garlic, and good food. They never learned the lesson of fasting, which was the humility of the soul, so you can be positioned to receive God's supernatural provision and step into God's promise for your life. Beloved brothers, I have told you, even when God made Adam, he also made him to fast, isn't it? Yeah. Of course, it was not like this fasting of all the food. It was like Daniel fasting. Yeah. Genesis 2:17, 2, 2, God said, "But you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil." Or God said to them, God said to Adam, "You can eat from any." But don't eat it from that one. Guess what Adam did? He broke his fast. God said, don't eat. And he broke it. God took Israel from the Egypt. He made them to fast. To teach them they should live by his word and by his presence. Guess what they did? They complained murmured because of their negative talks, emotions. They found a source of comfort in the food, but God wanted them to find comfort in his presence. God said, I will teach you that man shall not live by everything that is in their fridge, but they may live by the word of God. This is what God said. Translating you in the today's language. Fasting teaches you you are more than a body. Fasting teaches you you are more than your food. Fasting teaches you you, you are one eternal spirit and your spirit is the lamp of the Lord. This is what fasting teaches you. If you take care of your spirit, your spirit will take care of your body. Amen? If you take care of, listen what I'm saying to you. If you take care of your spirit, your spirit will take care of your body. Fasting helps us to transform the soul, the body, and also strengthen our, our spirit. Did you receive this word? Yes. Hallelujah. Let's stand up a place. <clears throat> Please. Be connected to me right now because I want to just to finish this time. When you, when you fast, even though uh, 
God doesn't reveal. Pay attention what I'm saying to you. When you fast, even though God doesn't reveal his purpose to you, he will guide you. Yes. He will close. He, when you are fasting, even though you don't know where you have to go, he's going to close the door that had been opened before. He's going to close for not to enter because you are fasting. Because he wants to protect you. And also he will open the doors for you. The doors that need to be opened when you are fasting. He will call you and lead you to his purpose. Could you close your eyes, please? Maybe your soul are guiding your life. Your soul has given you the direction of your life. And God has better plan for you. God has better plan for your life. You are going to, through some circumstance in your life. Maybe you are suffering. Not because it's God's plan. No. It's because you took the wrong decision. Because of your stubborn soul. And we need to submit to the guidance of the Holy Spirit and to let the Holy Spirit to guide the spirit of the man, your spirit, your human spirit. If your eyes closed, I ask you, start praying right now and saying, God, I repent from many decisions that I have taken, Lord. Yes, keep praying. I want you to have your time praying and asking the Lord that you need to be guided. You need his guidance even to fast. Maybe if you have some disease or some problems, physical problem, maybe you cannot fast for a long period. There's no problem. You, you, you just... Those who can do it, you are going to do for God's glory and also for you to be transformed. Yeah, keep praying right now. Dear Father, today we listen to your word. Thank you, Lord, for this teaching that comes from your word that is so powerful. And Lord, we are here to repent from our sins. Forgive, Lord, to abandon your presence. And also for not to use this spiritual weapon, Lord, that can transform our lives. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive your people. Forgive us, Lord, because many times we are being guided by our old soul, Lord. Lord, and we want to submit ourselves. We want to repent from our sins. We want to serve you faithfully. Because you have better plans for our lives, Lord. And we repent from all our sins. Father, we want to serve you faithfully. Use us for your glory, Lord. We submit to your will, Lord. And we offer our, our body as a living sacrifice to you today. 
through fasting, we want to offer our body. In this whole week, Lord, we are going to keep fasting, Lord. And I ask you for your guidance. Help everyone to do, to fast in the way that it's possible, Lord, but always doing for your glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, help your people to live, Lord, by the Spirit and not by their soul, Lord. And we submit to your will. And we offer our body to you, uses our, our lives, Lord. We want to serve you, Lord. Help this church. Make Shalom a church that fast and pray, Lord. A church where your, your glory is manifested. I declare everyone, Lord, that they are, are going to fast or are fasting. They are going to receive miracles in their lives. Please, I would like to invite you to pray this prayer and say out loud after me and say, Lord Jesus, I give myself to you. I repent from all my sins. I want to live for you. I want to serve you. Forgive all my sins. And write my name in the book of life. Jesus, you died to save me. Today, I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. I give my life to you. I want to serve you all the days of my life. And one day, I will be with you. I receive Jesus in my heart, and I'm going to live by my spirit, with the help of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. May the Lord be honored. Let's give a hymn like big hands of praise, because he deserves. Amen. Glory to God. May the Lord bless you and keep you and see you next week. Amen. Amen. God, glory to God.